Hey, and welcome back to Brave and Boss the Podcast. It's Christy. I'm excited to share with you this week's episode entitled Things I Did Right and Wrong in 2018. And yes, we're pretty well into 2019. It's a couple months in, but I thought I missed out on doing a review podcast from 2018. 18, so I thought I'd frame it this way and see if you guys liked it and if it resonated. And it was actually a really fun experiment for me to review my year. So I definitely encourage you guys to take this approach and look back on your last few months or your last year and see what you did right and wrong. So let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Okay, so let's dig into the things I did right and wrong in 2018. So just to keep it, you know, somewhat balanced, I'm going to start with one thing that I did right, and then I'm going to do one thing I think I did wrong. And we'll just flip back and forth and go through this process. And if you're new to the podcast and you don't know who I am, I am the founder and CEO of Encircled, which is an ethical fashion line that's direct to consumer. I'm a certified B Corp made in Toronto, Canada. All of our clothing is sustainable, um, versatile, and really we do more with less. That's what we're passionate about. I'm also an e-commerce mentor. I work with Marie Forleo and her B school program. Um, and yeah, I run this podcast. So, um, nice to meet you guys. If you're just joining me for the first time on this podcast, but primarily what I'm going to focus on now is my primary role, which is managing Encircled. The podcast is really something I do kind of for fun to help other entrepreneurs. And the Marie Forleo contract is very uh, specific to B school. So I'm going to focus on my day to day job, which is running Encircled. So let's dig in. So one thing I think I did right in 2018 was I started to delegate more and not just delegate task wise, but entire processes. So as you grow in your business, it's incredibly hard. You're going to find if you haven't already to let go of some things, it can be really difficult to let go of a whole process and trust somebody that they will do it um, as well, if not better than you. And for me, one of those big things was the newsletter because I've always written the email newsletter. I've always tested it. I've always scheduled it. But the reality is I can't do that anymore. And I need to start trusting others to do that. So I delegated it to my brand manager this year. um, And I would say on the whole, she did a really great job. I think we've had a couple of snafus with like coupon codes not being set up, etc. But those things are going to happen. And pretty much once they happen once, they're not going to happen again. Um, but it's really taken a load off of my plate to not have to worry about testing links and newsletters. And honestly, she's a better editor than me, so she can take the newsletter and shape it up and coordinate with the other people. Um, so the delegation, I think I've done a really, really great job on this year. Um, and one of my favorite tools for helping with that, if you guys don't use it yet, it's called Asana. Asana is project management software, totally not sponsored, but I am a huge, huge fan. My business would not run without it. I know there's lots of options out there, but Asana is my preferred one. It's just really great for managing projects and processes and all that good stuff. All right. So what did I do wrong? Well, one of the first things I did wrong in 2018 is I worked way too much. Um, I think between 
my vacation, which was in the summer, and I'll go into that one in a little bit. Um, and Christmas, I think I took one day off. And when I say one day off, I mean like one day off. So I worked every single weekend. Um, I had like maybe one day where I didn't actually work. And then I took maybe one day off during the week. Um, but I really worked way, way, way too much. I worked evenings and weekends and I'd leave work and I'd come home and I'd take the dog out and I'd work some more. Uh, so I definitely did not have as much fun as I would have liked to have in 2018. I really doubled down on the business and I was very focused on it, um, which is a good thing, but it can also become too much. And finding balance in business has always been my biggest struggle because I really want this business to be super successful. And I'm sure if you have a business, you can relate and I'm a really hard worker and I feel like hard work will pay off. Um, but it also can run you down and burn you out, which I was definitely feeling at multiple junctures. Um, so I did do a few things. I outsourced my meal prep. So I have a service that, um, delivers these vegan healthy meals to me once a week. And then I don't have to worry about cooking for the most part. So that helped like free up some, some of my time, um, to work more, <laughs> of course. Um, I also hired a cleaning lady, which was helpful. I hate cleaning, um, but freed up my time as well. So I'm trying to like focus on optimizing my time and freeing up my time for work and for more fun and spending time with friends. So I'm trying to get better balance with that kind of stuff. All right. So another thing that I did right is I fired fast. So I actually terminated, I only terminated one person in 2018. Um, and I say only because I had a year where I had to fire a few people. And if you've ever terminated somebody, it is not fun. Um, it is extremely uncomfortable and it is awkward. You don't know what you can say. You don't know what you can't say, but the worst thing you can do is actually keep somebody on in a role that's not right for them and in the right, wrong company, basically. So firing fast is incredibly important. Um, it's not easy again because you've just brought somebody into the company and basically taken them out of their previous role and brought them in and, um, they didn't work out and you have to take ownership over that because that's my fault. That's your fault. Whoever hired them's fault. Um, but sometimes mistakes happen. So once you kind of realize this person isn't the right fit, it's really important to take the steps to make sure that for the best of all parties, that they're no longer with the organization. So, I think I did the right thing there, but it was obviously very difficult. So that is my second thing I did right in 2018. So the second thing I did wrong in 2018 is I did not take enough vacation or breaks. Um, so the, I alluded to this a little bit in the last one that I worked way too much, but the only vacation I took in 2018 was I went to Iceland with my now ex-boyfriend. Um, and that was five days. And I worked every single day, to be honest, when I was there, at least for a couple hours, I was a little bit stressed out. Um, and yeah, I didn't really take a break. I didn't take a, a true break where I didn't have to work. Honestly, I don't think I've ever taken a vacation of five years, maybe six years where I didn't do some work on the vacation. That would be like a goal that will probably be one of my goals in 2019 is to actually take 
at least a couple of days where I actually don't do any work whatsoever. It will be really difficult for me. Um, but yeah, I definitely did not take enough vacation or breaks. And what I'm doing this year to alleviate that is that I've already booked a vacation at the end of the month. I'm going to Mexico with a girlfriend of mine and we're going to have a really good time. And it's actually over one of our in-studio events. So I'm actually, for the first time, not going to be at one of our in-studio events, which is crazy. And I just have to trust, again, coming back to that delegation that... Um, people can manage it without me and do a great job, which I know that they can. So, okay. Another thing I did right in 2018 is that I leveraged analytics more. One of the biggest things I see with primarily the clients that I used to coach in uh, e-commerce and just in general with women is that we tend not to lean enough on analytics. Um, analytics are really important to understand what's working in your business and what's not working. Otherwise, if you're not measuring what's working or what's not working, then how do you know? Um, and I definitely started leveraging more analytics and tracking KPIs and doing all kinds of stuff. KPIs are key performance indicators to measure the health of the business more. Um, and I wasn't really doing that before I was looking at like at a high level, you know, what was going on with, let's say the conversion rate, um, traffic growth, but I was in such a blur the year before that like I honestly like was just like, okay, we're growing. Okay. Revenue, um, cogs, like profit. Like I'd look at that, but I wasn't looking at like our average order value, our conversion rate, um, repeat customer rate. So I started to get more into those analytics, which I think are incredibly important to educate yourself on. Um, there's great resources on Google analytics. We use a tool called compass.co at our company, um, that kind of simplifies analytics a lot, but there's ways to get into it and dip your toe into it. Um, if you're worried or overwhelmed by it. All right. This third thing I did wrong in 2018 is I hired the wrong person. So I talked about firing fast and this is the antithesis of that. I guess I hired the wrong person and I kind of knew it pretty far into the process. And this is what they would call in psychology, I guess the sunk cost principle when you've invested so much into something or someone that you can't not follow through with it. Um, it's a lot of those principles, like when you're playing poker and you like double down and then you're like, Oh, I got to go all in cause I'm already so far in. It's that kind of motivation. And yeah, I hired the wrong person for a very senior role. Um, intuitively I knew she wasn't the right fit pretty far into the interview process, um, because she had some red flags and I ignored them, which is my own fault for doing that because I should have just said, we're not finding the right person and started the hiring again, but I was desperate. I was so tired. I was burnt out. I thought maybe this person could fix everything. And at the end of the day, it just caused more complication, um, a big financial negative impact. And yeah, so that sucked. All right. So another thing I did right in 2018 was I had great inventory coverage. My production team did a very good job of filling the gaps and getting that inventory um, coverage really, really tight this year, which if you have a startup clothing line or any startup fast growing business, you'll know that it's really hard to get that right. Um, and you'll be out of stock of everything for the first couple of years. Um, so I think we did a really good job. We have now two meetings a week. So we have a production and design update on Mondays, and then we do a meeting on Thursdays for replenishment to talk about where the gaps are on the plan to fill it. And I think the team did a really good job of figuring that out 
um, and adapting as we went and finding creative solutions to fill the gap where, um, where it appeared. All right. Another thing I did not do, let's say another thing I did wrong in 2018. All right. I didn't take enough big leaps and I played a bit small. And what do I mean by that? Well, we had really strong revenue growth in 2018. I think we grew 70 something percent over the last year. Um, but we did that through optimizing what we already do and doing it better and more frequently. It wasn't like I played with new channels and tried new things. It was just taking what we kind of already do and amplifying it a little bit, which from a marketing standpoint, isn't really that fun or interesting to work on, to be honest. Um, and I think also it holds you back because you need to be trying new things, new opportunities. You need to be testing and learning a little bit. Yes, you don't want to blow your whole budget on that, but you need to be trying cool things to see if they work out and then doubling down. And sometimes you make mistakes, but you need to be like taking bigger leaps. And I felt like I helped back a little bit. I was playing really conservative, I think, because the year before uh, we ran into some financial difficulty towards the back half of the year. And I just really did not want that stress again. So I definitely stuck with what worked, which worked, but that what worked last year won't work this year. So that said, I think I did that wrong. All right. So another thing I did right in 2018 was that I watched the financials. So as I just mentioned in 2017, um, in the back half of 2017, we were having incredibly high growth and I was very understaffed and really overwhelmed. And I honestly didn't watch my books. I would see the PLs, but they almost like didn't even make an impact on me. And cash flow was like, I didn't track it at all. I was not on top of it. And it started to make an impact because I was making decisions that in retrospect in 2017 weren't good for the financial health of the business. Um, and we weren't seeing the incrementality from hiring and stuff like that. So this year I made a concerted effort to do a cash flow forecast and I did it. I tried to do like a three month forecast and then update it as I go. And I stayed really on top of it. And Thanks to that, we were able to be profitable in 2018, which is amazing because this business is tough. So my cash flow spreadsheet, which I think I've talked to you guys about a little bit before, um, it's from a Shopify article, actually. I just copied it and started using it and it really works well. You have to customize it a little bit, but it works really well um, for me because there's definitely a difference between cash flow and profit and loss, um, which if you're not aware, cash flow is really the the flow of money in and out of your business. So for example, if you uh, run on like Shopify um, and say today I do $20,000 in sales, I won't see that money actually in the bank account for probably three to five days. So the cash flow forecast should reflect that. So it's a little bit different of profit and loss. Um, and it's something as you get bigger that you're going to want to learn more about or get your accountant to help you with. All right. Another thing I did wrong in 2018 was that I relied too much on Facebook ads and not just like Facebook ads, but like the ads that we've always been running. I didn't really get super creative there. I just relied on what we always do again, kind of coming back to that playing a bit small and not testing and learning. And I invested in stuff that worked, but again, it was very conservative and it wasn't necessarily that incremental. 
Um, so we did see really positive return on ad spend in Facebook, but it felt like we could have done a lot better, um, in that channel overall, if we were seeing that kind of what they call ROAS return on ad spend, um, with that little creativity. So, um, I think Facebook ads is still a very viable channel, but I also think it's important to show your brand and your creativity through there. All right. Um, so another thing I did right in 2018 is that I outsourced PR public relations. So this was a tough decision, um, mainly because PR firms are not cheap. But what I realized in 2018 is that I was not giving this the attention and to scale this business and to truly start to build a brand that has strong brand affinity and really great, um, brand awareness. It's going to need to be in the mass media. You know, I see Everlane in there all the time and that's not because Everlane is just randomly getting picked out of the air. It's because they have good PR. Um, so I outsourced PR in October. Um, I think I did a really good job on this because I spent time in the summer and interviewed a bunch of firms. I interviewed five firms and kind of learned more about their expertise and just got a sense of their pricing structure and their strategy and what they would use, um, to, you know, um, promote our business. And then I actually ended up picking a PR firm that I met randomly at a pop-up shop, um, just through a conversation. Cause I just really liked their vibe. They were very into traditional media, um, their boutique, they're small, they staff their accounts with very senior people. Um, and they seem to really care about the brands that they represent, which was also really important to me. I didn't want to work for anybody who was working, f- promoting like sweatshop brands or, um, stuff like that. So I think that was a great move. It took them, they just started in October. Um, so it took them, obviously a PR takes a little bit of time to get up and running, but they've already made a significant impact on our business. So I'm really, really happy about that. All right. Another thing I did wrong in 2018 is that I didn't follow my intuition. So there were definitely a couple of decisions I made in the business, um, where I intuitively knew they were not the right decision. Um, and I did not listen to my intuition. One of them I already talked about the hiring for sure. Um, but yeah, also just like not doing things, not taking leaps where I think I could have taken them, but I was kind of scared. So that not following your intuition can really mess with your business. It can have a negative business impact. You do have to try things and you do have to kind of navigate the waters, um, you know, with your confidence and stuff like that. So that's something I think I did poorly in 2018. All right. Um, another thing I did right in 2018, this is super, super selfish, but I gave myself a raise in 2018 and honestly, I had to, it was really, it's really hard. I'm sure as you guys can relate is to pay your employees more than you make. And knowing that you work 24 seven, um, it's very difficult and not because financially, I guess on one side, you're like, okay, I'm paying my employees more than me and I'm working like all the time. Um, but also just like I live in a big city and the lifestyle of living where I live, it's like really difficult. And I've sacrificed a lot for this business and I sold my condo and my car and, you know, I gave up, uh, I mean, I had years where I didn't pay myself, you know, so um, I gave myself a raise with, and it was improved by my investor. He was totally on board with it. Um, and it definitely helped ease a lot of that financial stress that I was feeling, um, from that. And that was a big deal. 
And I think it took me a while to get used to it and not feel bad about it, but the business was at a level where it could support it. And I was very proud of myself for being able to do that. All right. Um, and the last thing I did wrong in 2018 was I undervalued myself. So I just talked about giving myself a raise, but I tended to like sell myself a little bit short on things. Um, you know, I'll play down the brand. I'll play down the success of the brand. Um, so I really want to stop doing that because it's not helping anybody, including encircled or myself. So I really want to start like not overvaluing, but valuing myself and the business very fairly. Cause I think we've done some great things and we've got a lot of great potential. And to end on a positive note, uh, the last thing I did right in 2018 was personally, I did a lot of speaking gigs, um, on behalf of encircled, which, you know, if you had asked me, I don't know, six years ago, maybe eight years ago, if I would do that, I'd be like, heck no. Will I do that? Because I used to be the most nervous public speaker. I remember when I was at, um, my MBA and at Queens university, this was 2008, I guess. I did not want to put up my hand. I did not want to do presentations. I would start sweating like in front of a class. And this year I spoke at like um, quite a few things. I spoke with the Shopify, um, Shopify had like a guru conference. Their gurus are their, um, people who like, if you email them, that's who helps them. Um, their support summit. So actually they flew me out to Ottawa, which is pretty cool. I also spoke at the GTA e-commerce meetup in the summertime, which was awesome. Um, and that was pretty ad hoc as well. Like just, me and a mic with some slides in front of a group. Um, I also spoke at a college, Seneca College, um, and I was on a panel um, with a bunch of really important people. And I actually got the most questions, which was amazing um, and very flattering. Um, and also the Canadian Apparel Federation um, Expo as well. So it's definitely something I want to continue doing. And I'm actually starting to um, really, really like it. I really like speaking, uh, which I would never have said like 10 years ago. So my goal is to become even better with speaking, um, and to learn how to speak a little bit without slides better and to work on kind of developing more of a clear flow of some presentations that I can take and eventually hopefully become a paid speaker at some point in time. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this things I did right and wrong in 2018. Totally authentic and totally raw. So um, I'd love to hear your feedback on it on Instagram. You can find us at Brave and Boss. And I think this is a great exercise for anybody to do. So if you haven't done it for 2018, it's not too late. Just sit down, take a notepad out and write things I did right and things I did wrong. And I think you want to try and make it pretty equal because you want to be too hard on yourself, but it's a great opportunity to look back, evaluate, see what's working, what's not, and make some changes where, where you see fit and celebrate some of those great wins. All right, guys, have a nice day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts, and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.